Welcome to episode 73 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at season 3, episode 17, Pusher. Original air date, February 23rd, 1996. The bulk of the action takes place in Virginia, and IMDb Raiders have rated it at 8.7 out of 10. This is directed by Rob Bowman, and this is the second writing credit for Vince Gilligan, who first wrote for the episode Soft Light. This turns out to be a pretty difficult episode to execute, and they did a fantastic job. The first trouble was casting Robert Patrick Modell. They reviewed a lot of actors for it. They were considering Lance Henriksen, they were considering Harvey Firestein, and then Robert Wisden came in and read for the part and just blew everyone's socks off. They say that it was just a very lucky find, some of the best casting they've ever been able to pull off. Now, Wisden is also known as Gabe Sullivan on Smallville, Burt Samuels on Stargate SG-1, and Richard Nixon in Watchmen. The other major guest role is Agent Frank Burst, played by Vic Polizos, who's also known for Prizzy's Honor, Graveyard Shift, and Harlem Nights. This episode opens with Modell in a grocery store, just doing regular shopping, and he's the subject of an FBI sting, figures out what's going on, pulls down the FBI tag on someone's jacket, and basically gets brought in without a fight. Turns out that he's confessed to a lot of murders that were attributed to suicide, and he's released. This sting operation doesn't lead to conviction because he uses his ability to influence people's thoughts and impose his will on the judge to convince the judge that he's free, or that at least he's innocent. As the investigation continues, they realize that he's got a brain tumor, and that seems to be why he's only developed this ability in the past few years, and he's been looking for a worthy opponent before he dies. Now, he finds one in Agent Mulder, and eventually manages to lure him into a game of Russian roulette that standards and practices almost vetoed, so the linchpin conclusion of the episode almost got killed. Bowman was considered the savior of the episode because he found a way to block it, which is, you know, sort of film term for what's included in the frame, how the camera angle is shot, what's seen, what's implied, and he managed to block it in such a way that it satisfied the standards and practices rules without requiring a rewrite of the script. He's that same visual talent and visual sense in Modell's apartment, which has light levels you'd expect from someone who's dealing with a brain tumor. It's got great choices of camera angles just to help make it feel small and claustrophobic. This episode is not a huge part of the ongoing story, although it will be referenced again in the future, but it is one of the exceptionally well-executed Monster of the Week episodes. I also really appreciate the way that they did the actual investigation, tracking through magazine ads, and doing you know, legitimate police work in the investigation and not stumbling on things or having informants come forward and tip them, which is totally valid from an investigation perspective, but I, I kind of like to see the detectives put pieces together on their own whenever possible. So that's about all there is to say about Pusher. Now, in two weeks' time, we'll be looking at Teso Dos Bichos, and following season three, there's going to be some schedule and formatting change to the podcast. I'm going to be announcing changes to multiple podcasts, but in this one, I'm going to be going through the the series a little bit faster, but also trying to reduce my time on the post-production and recording end. So come season four, I'm going to be going through the X-Files one disc at a time on the DVDs or Blu-rays. So instead of being every two weeks, the podcast will be monthly, but we'll deal with an average of four episodes a month as opposed to an average of two. So the series of podcasts should actually end more quickly while still providing more content and less time on my end for reasons that will be explained in the general announcement talking about changes to all of the BR42 podcasts, or almost all of them. So in the meantime, don't forget to rate this and any of the shows you listen to on iTunes and on Stitcher. 
really does help the shows get noticed. Please share links with your friends or anyone you think may be interested. And finally, thank you for listening. Intro and outro music is Outside Pool Side by Laswell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content is copyright 2016, Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments or feedback to bureau42podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for listening.